Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. And it's my pleasure to welcome to the Lawyer Advantage podcast, Michael Leibowitz of Magnetic Mind Studio. Michael, welcome to the program. Thanks, Alay. It's really good to be here. It's great to have you on the show. And uh, your area of expertise is messaging and value articulation. Yes. No one on my show has any idea what that means. So okay. uh, in really simple terms, what is it that you do? Let me just back up. It's funny you say no one on the show understands what, I mean, what that means. What's really funny is the people who call me and say, I need you, when they hear those words, they go, I'm having that problem. It's one of those things where you don't know what it is until you've experienced it. And then you start going, oh, no, I have a message or I can't articulate my value uh, properly. But essentially, I get you saying all the right things to that get other people saying yes to you. That's terrific. So can you help me with my kids? <laughs> like, help <laughs> Actually, them to say yes to me? Technically, I can. <laughs> I am trained in that area. I just don't do that. <laughs> that is awesome. So how did you get into this business? I'll give you the short version of what could be a long story, but this whole thing started honestly in the first grade. That was my first experience uh, in the realm of being teased and seeing other kids get teased. I didn't quite get it. I didn't understand how, wait, that person said something that seemed okay to me, not what I would have said, but okay. And seeing the other kids tease that person, I just it didn't compute for me. Maybe I was logical at six years old. I don't know. Uh, all I cared about really was Saturday morning cartoons and not much else, right? But looking back at my career in this space from this position many decades later, I realized that was the point that I can identify as the start of my deep curiosity about how human beings relate to each other and understand each other. So along the course of my life, when I discovered behavioral neurology, which says, hey, this is how we are designed to behave the way we behave and understand the way we understand. That's like candy to someone who's been having this question <laughs> their entire life since at least the first grade. So that's, I went and studied that. Cool. Uh, I'm, an, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. So I applied it toward, which it's a therapeutic technique, but I apply it towards businesses and how they communicate so that they are understood. That sounds really wild. So when we talk about the messaging piece of what you do, where does messaging fit into the overall marketing and sales process for a lawyer? Yeah, it it's super it is the foundation, right? A lot of businesses by business owners think I need more uh, lead gen, whatever they need, and they think marketing. And I'm like, great, you skipped a step, right? Here's a way to think about it: your marketing is about is like asking someone on a date, right? Your message answers why are they going to say yes to being asked on that date in the first place. So you might want to figure out what someone's going to say yes to before you start spreading this asking people to come and say, hey, do you want to work with me? So it's very foundational. Uh, I call it step zero. What's an example uh, that that you could share of a really, really good message? So when I work with messaging, we go for the deep message. 
And here's an example of that. I once had a client uh, who she did two things. She has tax prep and uh, insurance, like life insurance. I'm like, what did those two have to do with each other? Well, the way she was talking about them, they didn't. They were two separate businesses. And she was understandably like, what the heck am I doing? Well, I always know there's a reason why everyone's doing the work they're doing. In the work that we did together, we discovered her core message is along these lines. You have to be financially ready for whatever life throws at you. Right? So, oh, okay. You're not an insurance person. You're not a tax person. You're the get financially ready person. Now, taxes and insurance fit into that pretty well. So now she knows how to talk to her audience and say, hey, I'm going to get you financially ready for whatever life throws at you. Sounds good. Life's been throwing some stuff at me. Yeah. Great. I'm going to help you in these ways. I got these insurance. I can help you with the taxes. And now we also have a blueprint that she was never thinking of before, almost like a five-year plan, if you will, of what are other ways that people need to be financially ready for whatever life throws at them. Right now, she knows what certifications she needs to move towards or what partnerships to make. Right. So, this is where the core message, understanding your message, really dictates not just how you talk to people, but can also dictate what's the course of the business and the offer and the whole thing. Wow. So, if I was to put like my lawyer hat on and pretend mm -hmm. to be one of my clients, do you think yeah. we could maybe try to work through one of these yeah. things here on the air? Let's do it. Oh, this would be fun. Okay, cool. So let's say, let me think of one of my clients. Give me a second. Yeah. Estate planning attorney. Okay. okay. I have somebody in mind and yeah. you're familiar with estate planning attorneys and what they do. Of course. So the way I would describe myself typically in a you know networking group or whatever is I'm an estate planning attorney in this area. I really enjoy working with um, young families mm -hmm. and, um, and couples to put together their estate plan. Right. Okay. Two big mistakes right away. Number one is you're talking about what you do, right? But not the core of what it means to someone's life. And that's what people are by. No, people don't buy the thing that you do. They buy what your thing means to them. So here's the question. I'm going to ask you to buy what do you little... do, they buy why you do it. Yeah. Something Sinek. similar to that. Yeah. Although I have a personal objection to using the word why, because I'll just go into just a little bit. Okay. Neurologically asking why can throw up a lot of false positives. And there's a bunch of neuro neurological reasons why uh, that happens. So let's get back to you. And I'm going to ask you to role play in this a little bit. Yes, absolutely. So the first question is, what's important to you about estate planning? Hmm. What's important to me about estate planning? Okay. Uh, so I would say I enjoy the work. Mm -hmm. I enjoy, you know, putting putting the clients uh, giving the clients peace of mind uh when they when they have an estate plan put in place with me where they didn't have one before right um and i'm you know pretty good at it and business wise it's a growing field yeah there are lots of ways to put someone's mind at ease to create that peace of mind how come estate planning what's important to you about estate planning sure okay uh, so I was trained to be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I know. I didn't really want to go back and learn something else. And out of all the different practice areas, um, I like estate planning because there's, you know, the, the financial model is pretty good. Um, I don't want to litigate. Like I don't, I don't like litigation at all. And so 
doing estate planning is nice. I don't like working with companies. I like working with families and individuals. And so I wanted something that was more, you know, personal rather than working yeah. with a, a big corporation. And, you know, when you're working with individuals and, and families, it's kind of like there's immigration and business law and estate planning, uh, sorry, not business law, family law and estate planning. So estate planning seemed to be the most interesting of those. Okay. Now of all the things that you mentioned to me, I'm kind of like going on, like doing liner notes almost on my thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of that was all about sort of like, oh, I thought this and then that. The one thing you said that was that is going to be yield some territory here is when you said, I like working with families, with people in families. How what is it about people in families when it comes to estate planning that you think is like the big deal? What what's going on there that makes you think I need to solve this? Sure. So if we're talking about young families, which is my target, they're going through a lot of changes. A lot of times they've just had their first child and, and you know, they're dealing with mm-hmm. this and that and the other, and they have all of these massive questions about the future that they've never had before. And um, one of those things is the question of, you know, what happens you know, to my assets when I die? And right. as lame as that may sound, it's amazing the peace of mind that happens once they know that that is actually in place and set down and that you know the kid their kids are going to be taken care of they have plans for all this stuff and yeah. it's all it's all done right when i have an interaction with a client i'm not listening just to what you say but i'm very much paying attention to the specific words you're using to to say these things and you brought up something very interesting you talked about the future even though estate planning is in the frame of someone died, there is no future for that person. But for you, what I can sense is there is an element of continuity of future for the ones they leave behind. Yeah, totally. So what's important to you about maintaining your loved one's future after you go? And this is about you, Alay, not your clients. Mm. This is challenging because I was no. uh, putting myself in the shoes of a client. But you get to be you now. Yeah. Um, but I'm not an estate planning attorney, Michael. That's okay. We're going to pretend you are. Okay. All right. So repeat the question again. What's important to you about maintaining your family's future after you pass? Well, I want to be sure that uh, my kids are able to lead happy lives. And if they want to have, you know, their kids lead happy lives as well to the extent that I can help with that. Yeah. Okay. There's the, there's the first hint of a really good message that you can, as a, as a state planning attorney, if you were one that you could be putting out there. Um, we don't have quite, we have the frame of it. We don't have the exact uh-huh. language, but this isn't about estate planning. No one's in the business they think they're in. This isn't about estate planning. It's about making sure your children get to lead happy lives should you pass. It's about their happiness, not about the estate plan. Love that. So that is that message is different from 99.9% yes. of estate planning attorneys that are out there. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine an estate planning attorney saying, instead of getting up in the room and saying, hey, I'm an estate planning attorney. I enjoy working with families. Blah, blah, blah. Instead, they stand up and say, I want to make sure your children are happy should you pass 
or wait, went after you pass, not should you pass. <laughs> That's usually the, the insurance language. Um, <laughs> when you pass, I want to make sure your fa- your children are happy upon you know, when you pass, no matter what age they are. That is fantastic. They're your children. Now everyone's in the frame of my children, right? Do I want estate planning or do I want to make my children happy? Which one do you think you want to buy? Right. Obviously, <laughs> right? obviously we want to make our children happy. Yeah. Very cool. And so I, I love that. I love that process. Thank you for taking me through that. Sure. Attorney entrepreneurs, if you're listening, that's how he does it. And so Michael, if someone wants to reach you and get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that? Two ways. If you want to uh, do the, the slow route, I'm on LinkedIn. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Michael Leibowitz. Uh, it's got a picture of me holding my little cap there. So I'm the, I think there's a few other Michael Leibowitzes around. We'll have a link to it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put the link in the show notes. But if you like, I just need to have a conversation with this guy right now, uh, you can go to my website, which is mindmagnetizer.com. And in the upper right is where you can schedule a call with me. Uh, If you're a little shy about it, we can do 15 minutes. And if you're ready to have a longer conversation, you can schedule 45 minutes. And that's totally free. Awesome. That's great. Thank you for sharing that with our audience. And so stepping back from that a little bit, as you look at lawyers and law firms, what are lawyers getting right? Or most of our listeners are more interested in what they're getting wrong Mm -hmm. in the way that they're communicating. Yeah. So I'll do both at the same time. How about that? That sounds great. So the thing that most lawyers and law offices are getting wrong, and this is true of every business, and I see businesses, even Fortune 500 companies do this. They just have a marketing budget that can overcome it is they're talking about their features and benefits way, way too much. Here's all the things I'm going to do for you. Then that they're useful talking about the features and benefits of your business. But here we go back to the neurology. They actually speak to the wrong part of the brain. They speak to the part of the brain that's justifying a decision. They do not speak to the part of our brain that actually makes the yes or no decision. Do I want to work with you or not? So what we need to be doing, and this is the main thrust of my business and kind of what my whole mission with this business is, is we have to communicate in a way that creates meaning. Human beings are meaning-making machines, okay? We'll make, we'll, t- we'll make a meaning out of everything that we experience. Shape of the clouds even, yeah. Yes, exactly. So, and there's two ways that I've identified that target how we make meaning that will get you to understanding a lot more quickly. The primary of them is to talk about what you believe. What is your belief, right? When we know what you believe, we find we trust you a lot more quickly and a lot more deeply, to tell you the truth. Um, and that's the exercise I just took you through. That, that question, what's important to you? will always, after getting through some stuff that needs to bubble up to the surface in the, in the beginning, will always result in a belief. And when you are upfront, because the implied belief in that sort of uh, example that we did is your children deserve to have a future after you pass, right? It's the, it's, it's the uh, presupposed belief in there. Where when by saying I'm a, a estate planning attorney, there is no belief. I don't know where you fit in my world. I, I just know you're an estate planning attorney, but I don't know how what your meaning in my world is. 
So that's number one. Um, we need to be doing both. It's not like stop talking about features and benefits. It is that you first need to communicate what do you believe is true about your business? What do you what do you want to say to the world? Yeah. So an example of that, just using our previous example, you know, the 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 default, the one we where we started was I'm an estate planning attorney, dot dot dot. That right. point a lot of people tune out. But if you leave with something different, like I believe that, you know, our children should lead happy lives and have the opportunity to the, to do the same for their children. Now yeah. you've got everyone in the room listening. Is that, is right. that what you're meaning? Because in my estimation, I don't, I don't have scientific data to back this up. It's just observational. But about 90% of all human communication is two people throwing beliefs at each other. <laughs> right? It's kind of... Even that was a belief. Right? Just We just totally. see it as conversation. And we filter our entire world through beliefs. And so when we're clear on what yours are, we just feel that connection. We know where you fit. And then we understand you do that in the context of estate planning. And so some signs that, you know, that, that as an attorney entrepreneur listening, that they might be making, you know, falling into this trap would be, I guess, Mm -hmm. one would be if they lead with, you know, what they do. So I'm an attorney or I'm an attorney that practices this or the other, other other signs that they should be looking for that, uh, that maybe indicate that they're not communicating uh, in the way they should. Yeah. So it's mostly in reaction. If, you're in networking groups and you're noticing that other attorneys who do what you do are just said the exact same thing you did. That's a sign. If you're noticing that when you're talking to clients, even a a prospect, like you're maybe in call number two or three in a sales process, wherever you are, and you're noticing that they're still not getting it, like what exactly you can do for them or how you're different from the other person they called, that's another sign. The three big things I solve within this context is what makes me different? How do I make sure I'm not a commodity, right? Which surprisingly, I'm noticing a lot of IP attorneys are dealing with. And the third one is how do I talk about my business in a way that makes you say, yeah, you're the one for me, right? That's beyond differentiation. I get how you're different and I can still say no, (laughs) right? But what do I say so that people just go like, of all the people I've talked to, you're the one I want to work with. Michael, if you could share with us a quick success story of the impact that changing the messaging would have on a business. Yeah. So I had a client about two years ago and I, not that this is the only time I had an impact. It's just this one was so stark. I want to share it. Yeah. (laughs) They did data analytics. Fantastic data analytics, but they were targeting a market vertical of mutual insurance companies. Now, mutual insurance companies are usually family owned. They've been around for decades and they have zero relationship with the concept of data analytics, aside from the dictionary definition of the two words individually, right? Here's the other problem they had. They're selling a six-figure multi-year program three-year program to begin with, and then ongoing after that. There is no ROI until somewhere in the middle of year two. And this business has only been around for just over a year. So they're selling data analytics to a marketplace that doesn't understand what it does or what it can do for them. And they have zero success stories that they can point to, to say, we did this for them, we can do it for you, right? Well, in that 
year and change that they'd been in business, they had a warm list. And from that warm list, they landed two early adopter clients and were in week five of talking to a third. And that's why they hired me because they knew we're off the warm list. We're now doing cold calls, right? After working together, once I got their entire sales team aligned on how to talk to this business and from the CEO on down, within six months, they were celebrating client number 10. Eight, That's a uh, big step like 16, 16 months, they got two clients. Six months later, they got eight more. Off of a cold list. Very cool. Very yeah, cool. off the cold list. Exactly right. Awesome. Well, Michael, thank you so much for uh, for sharing your insights on the show. I've got one more question for you. But before sure. we do that, attorney entrepreneurs, I want you to listen up because we have something new to talk about here today. Um, you know that Get Staffed Up is a sponsor of the show and it's a great way to free up your time so you can work with Michael and with other consultants to work on your business instead of in your business. So Get Staffed Up does virtual assistance for law firms or founded by law firms for law firms. They do a really great job. And if you're interested in working with them, check them out at getstaffedup.com forward slash lawyer business advantage. Because if you do that, you actually get 500 bucks off of your setup. So uh, hopefully you find that interesting. And Michael, what is it that you're looking forward to in Magnetic Mind Studios over the next year, year and a half? So I do a monthly workshop, right? Where uh, we talk about like, basically the neurology of understanding how messaging works and the actual tactics to make it work. And then I work on the message of everyone in the room. So we do a, a quick little, like what you and I just did, right? So um, that is starting to become a big success. Uh, I'm usually about half full now and I'm looking forward to getting that all full. <laughs> awesome. Right. So that's that's a big push. That's a big push of mine. That yeah, that's where all my energy is going is fill up that workshop because I get so much uh, uh, feedback of how valuable it is. I feel it's like the best kept secret out there. Well, let's fix that. If someone's interested, yeah. How do they? How do they learn more? Again, my website mindmagnetizer.com. Uh, right there, the, it's the it's the biggest CTA you're going to see there. That's uh, uh, that's the action I want you to take is to click on that button and you'll learn all about that workshop and you can sign up from there too. Awesome. Well, Michael, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. It was a pleasure, LA. Everyone, that is Michael Leibowitz of Magnetic Mind Studio. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Ale Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.